the outbreak of the coronavirus is having an impact not just in terms of people's health, but obviously also the economy. Some of the latest commentary here in Asia revolves around, uh, for example, the number of people who are going to shops has mm. fallen dramatically. The number of visitors to Singapore is apparently down by 20%. Usually the annual figure is about 18.5 million. So you can imagine that a 20% decline is going to have a, a very significant impact. We've also seen conferences being cancelled. You know, large Chinese New Year dinners are now all of a sudden off the menu. The Singapore Air Show has been affected with a major summit on the eve of the air show also having been cancelled. You are seeing schools make extra arrangements to keep students at home in case they're showing even the slightest symptom of something that might be the common cold. Bottom line, great economic impact, big impact also if you're looking to get your customers to pay you on time. Simon, what are the sort of things that we usually see in times of crisis? Like well, I, um, I wished my um, grab driver this morning, Gongsi Chai, Happy New Year, and he turned around and looked at me ruefully and said, can I have the old year back? <laughs> <laughs> because because it's, it's a grim time and people are not making a lot of money at the moment hmm. at a time when culturally, Lunar New Year, people are expecting, expecting the new year to begin with a bang, you know, and great significance is attached to starting the new year. Uh, and, and they spend big, right, on, on not just family reunion dinners, but also buying new clothes and all of those other things. I think the uh, Singapore, because there's been a few of these now, is very good at dealing with this. And we've seen a number of prudent measures taken very quickly. You know, flights, flights from China have been stopped. Uh, changes to schools, hospitals, and all those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. uh, five face masks have been allocated to each house in Singapore. You can go and collect them from your local community centre for your household. Um, the, the general feeling is that the, there are two potential impacts, a short-term impact, which is going to have a near-term impact on the things that you've talked about, you know, which is short-term spending, tourist arrivals, and all those sorts of things. If the virus carries on for more than a couple of months, and actually if you go back and you look at SARS and other similar viruses, they typically last for three or four months um, and to sort of tapered off after that. They haven't disappeared, but they've tapered off in terms of the infection rate as a result of the measures. Mm -hmm. um, you're looking at long longer-term impacts because if you have a long-term lack of activity in, say, retail or tourism, then people get fired. People get fired, they can't pay their mortgages, where retail revenue goes down, you get insolvent, you get properties where mortgages aren't being paid, so you get much more serious economic uh, impacts. And of course, the property thing, if enough properties aren't serviced, is that the price, the value of real estate goes down, something very dear to the hearts of Singaporeans. Yes. But you know, from the perspective of trying to collect money on your invoices, mm. we often see, for example, in the United States, retail sales going up or down depending on whether the weather is hot or cold. Isn't this yet just another reason that people, that companies can use to say, I'm sorry, we'd like to pay your invoice, but, you know, with the virus and the economy being down, we just don't have the cash? Well, I think the, 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 the first thing to observe is that if you're not diligent about the way that you manage relations with your customers so that you do cut accurate bills and you do ensure that you remain in close touch with your customers so that they pay you in time, then when... If you're neglecting this, then when things get tough, you're likely to be the supplier that doesn't get paid because you're the one that hasn't built that intimacy where you can see ahead of time when there's a problem, you can see when the customer is likely to pay you late and you can head it off at the pass. Because what do you do if you're running out of cash because activity in your own business is going down? You, you start getting picky about who you pay. Mm -hmm. uh, and the first things you, you know, first things are always keep the lights on, pay, pay employee salaries, 
uh, pay the electricity bill, rent. Um, yeah. rent, and so on and so forth. Other stuff, you start juggling. Mm -hmm. um, Discretionary and, payments. And the question is, which side of the balance do you as a supplier want to be on? You want to be on the one that goes up or the one that goes down? Yes. Well, I think the answer is obvious. <laughs> yeah. So the question then is, what should you do today? The virus is already well advanced, right? We, it's been with us now for mm. a few weeks. Um, is it too late now to ring your customer and, and kind of forge a plan so that you're front and center, you've, you have the mind share, uh, they know that you must get paid and that your invoice is back on top of the pile. It's, it's never too late. Uh, I would, I, my immediate advice would be make two lists. The first list to make is a list based on the Pareto, which says that 20% of your customers are worth 80% of your revenue. Mm -hmm. Make a list of them. And secondly, there'll be other customers who tend to pay you late or look as if they might be going to pay you late. Make a list of them. For the big ones, try and see them. If you can't see them, phone them. And you're not phoning them to hand them, you're phoning them to express your concern about what's happening in the economic environment and to extend a hand of welcome to them. Now, this is not a this is this is not a binary thing. It's not because there is if if you have your own cash flow is stressed, then obviously one of the objectives of that is to bring the customer closer, offer to do anything you can to help them, and there are things very often that customers want you to do to ensure that you get paid on time. But there's, there's another side to this particular coin, which um, I think is important and is sometimes neglected. If you've been sensible and you've hoarded your cash and you have good relations with customers and you are liquid, you have an opportunity to help customers who are strategically important for you in the sense that you think they're going to grow more in the future um, or you like doing business with them or the margins are particularly attractive. You have an opportunity to actually offer a little bit of flexibility. Really? Um, so you might say, <coughs> you're a regular customer, you're important to us, it's okay if you don't pay your invoice on time. Not on time. You would agree a specific holiday of a week or whatever it is, but you would be, you, but, but you can only do that if you've got enough cash. Yes, to last um, week. And you should only do it where there is a genuine commercial reason for doing it. But there generally, there generally is. If you sit down with your sales team um, and look at your customers and you say, well, you know, do you know what these guys are really growing fast and these guys are so look at the ones that are going to be important to you in the future uh, as well as the ones that are, that are old and established um, again thinking about size and do what you can to help them and, and and actually if you sit down with your sales team and you brainstorm you'll be surprised how many things you can come up with mm -hmm. that don't actually cost you money mm -hmm. but are service-based uh, but also in some cases if you've been sensible and you've guarded your cash you might be able to extend a helping hand to them by giving them a little bit longer to pay invoices, which they will love you for. Yes, I was going to say, yeah, that'll yeah. pay dividends. Yeah. That's a gift that keeps on giving, yeah, because presumably is, yeah. they'll, they'll remember you for well, that. Well, because for everyone time. else is doing exactly the opposite, you see. Mm. You're, you, I remember you, Mark. You were the guy who came when I was really getting quite worried, and you said, okay, you know, I really like doing business with you. It's all about long term. And you gave me a little bit of latitude. I'm never going to forget that. You know? And I've seen yes. this happen, you know? Yes. Wonderful. Okay, so make that call today. So you call the customer today. Can I come make and the see list. you? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so make, make make the list. Your biggest, most strategic, most important customers. Call them, offer to meet them, presumably with a face mask on um, or over the phone, and, and say just letting you know what precisely. What, what do you say to them? Um, well, you, you want them to tell you how they're doing. Because generally, if you just shut up, They'll tell you what their problems are. And that's you know, if you talk, you don't learn. Yes. So so go there and listen to what they have to say. So how's business? How are things going? Yeah. And well, we're, you... we're very worried about this. Mm -hmm. We can't do this. We can't do that. And then, 
At the very least, you can be sympathetic, but chances are, if you're smart, there'll be a few things you can specifically do to help them in terms of, in terms of enhanced service, in terms of, um, as we said, potentially financial support, if that's appropriate. The thing is, you've already scored a point by showing that you care. So the critical thing is that the primary objective of the meeting is not give me all your money now, yes. uh, although that, that may be something that's worrying you. Mm. It's how can I be of service? How can I be of service? Yeah. Let us know how you go. Um, we would like to hear from you on this podcast and uh, share with us your experiences of when you make these customer service-based calls. What's the response? And um, has that or is that uh, resulting in uh, the sort of improved relationship that you're hoping for? Thank you very much, Simon, and stay safe. Gongsi Fa Chai.